Take a deeper lesson with KEXP every Tuesday. I'm your host, Emily Fox, bringing you intimate conversations with the artists you love and new ones you'll discover along the way. Our family, they're getting older, you know? I mean, our music is us processing life. A lot on this record is about how grief is not a punishment, it's an act of love. Every musician is on this journey to get to the essence of what music is and what music means. Join us for a deeper listen wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for KEXP. I'm Cheryl Waters down in KEXP Studios with a band I've been waiting years to announce live on KEXP. Sleigh Bells is here today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having us. A long time coming and so excited about the new album, Texas. Thank you so much for coming to play for us live on KEXP at Sleigh Bells. Take it away.
I got too psyched. I tried to headbang with headphones on. <laughs> you bang those headphones right off your head. Bells live on KEXP. Wow. That is so great. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for bringing that show here. And I was super surprised when, when the light shifted during that last song. You brought your light show to the KEXP studios. Yeah, that's, that's all cat. You have, <laughs> thank you, Kat. Um, you've carefully ventured out into touring. I know you've been really erring on the side of safety mm-hmm. for your crew and for your fans. And so what's it been like being out on the road again? Um, 
I think everyone's just really grateful to be able to do what we love to do. We realized how fragile everything was. And so just being back in a room with other people and seeing that catharsis that's been happening has been really incredible. Personally for me, like I love being in the crowd and on the crowd. So there's been a lot of restraint there that's been challenging. Um, but in general, the shows have been fantastic. And we have Chris Maggio back with us and Kate Steinberg here for the first time. And Derek and I both feel really, really strongly that they add so much to the show. And yeah, it just, it feels good. It feels really good. You have this beautiful new album, Texas. Thank you. And how do you think about structuring the sets? You have so much music now. <laughs> you must want to play these new, all oh. these new songs. Mm -hmm. And then you've got so many great songs that people love. And hopefully you still love to play. How do you think about that these days? Definitely. It's a good problem to have. I think with every album, it gets easier and it's more enjoyable because we get to really be, you know, super, like picky about what exactly we want and we've swapped a few songs out already because we're like oh it just doesn't feel as good as it could um but yeah texas is kind of just seamlessly integrated into our set and it seems like folks are really responding to it we're doing sweet 75 tennessee tips locust and justine um hopefully and i'm not down hopefully gonna add some more for the february tour Gosh, it seems like time has just flown by. I mean, remember the days when you just had to play the same songs every night? Oh my gosh, yeah. Had we had like a 25-minute set, 30-minute set, and, and I remember like promoters would be like, you guys got to play longer. And we're like, well, we don't have any more music. <laughs> We're not a cover band, so this is what you get. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's nice to have more of a repertoire. Well, without a doubt, there is a lot of emotional intensity in Sleigh Bell's music. And the word that you keep coming back to when you talk about your approach to this record is nourishing. Sure, yeah. And tell me about the desire for listeners to walk away with that feeling. Hmm. Derek, you want to share anything about this? No? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a word that we definitely both agree on. Um, you know, there's a lot of intensity, and especially in Derek's lyrics, there's a lot of, you know, kind of heavy, heavy subject matters. Um, but we also love that juxtaposition between, like, that intense and aggressive and and also that, like, really sort of sweet, healing, happy, hopeful energy. So, you know, with Sleigh Bells, it's kind of always been about juxtaposing those opposites and those extremes. Um, and hopefully listeners feel like we accomplished that on this album. Certainly for Derek and I, I think it's it's our proudest record to date and um, still still honing things, still working on it. But yeah, I think... I think hopefully there's that like that that happy sad thing happening that that I love personally as a as a music fan and and hopefully as writers we achieve that. Reading interviews with you, it sounds like you've let go of some of the inhibitions and pressures that you may have had mm -hmm. in the past and I imagine that that put you in a much more freeing space. Was it hard to kind of let go like that and trust your instincts? Um I can't really speak Directly for Derek, I know as a producer, he like had to do a lot of work there and had to like really, there was a lot of struggle and a lot of anguish there. But when he would bring me tracks and then I would write to them, um, it was, I don't want to say it was easy, but it just, it felt really good. And so for me as, as a writer working off of his production and instrumentals, like it felt right. Um, but then again, I, I think that's only something you can achieve in the context of our full body of work. Um, so I feel like we've arrived at a place where we feel really good about our collaboration as, as friends, as bandmates. Um, and 
we're proud of our catalog. I think like we look back at Treats now and like we love that record. And it's been it's been a nice moment to kind of like celebrate Treats while also releasing a new album and seeing them, you know, as they relate to each other. It's been fun. Yeah, I'm so glad you're celebrating Treats now because yeah. you missed the 10 year oh anniversary gosh, did. Uh, due to the <laughs> pandemic. And both of you moved to upstate New York and that was pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that's been a nourishing experience for both of you. Very much so. How has that setting seeped its way into your artistry, do you think? Um, You know, I feel like Derek and I could, like, be in a box anywhere in the world and work on music. So I don't think geography plays a huge part. But what it has enabled us to do is just have proximity and like work together more. So Derek can either come to my place or I can come to him, his place. And fortunately throughout the pandemic, like we kind of potted, even though we don't live in the same household. So we were able to keep working on music together and just we're super transparent with each other about what we had been doing. And, and so really once, once everything shut down, we came back from mixing our record and then we just put in more work and more time. So I think having a house with four walls and not having to share, you know, at a floor of an apartment with other people, especially for Derek, means that he can just like blast music all the time and he's constantly working. And for me, it's nice because I can just pop over to his place and, you know, a session for us doesn't have to be this long eight hour ordeal. It's like, oh, let's work on vocals for, you know, two hours and then get about our day, um, which I think adds like a nice, it's, it's less pressure and it's more flexibility and more time to just improve things. Your songs are so big and so full and so in your face, and it's kind of a mind bender to think of you making them in your houses in this bucolic (laughs) setting. I mean, what does putting together a sleigh bell song typically look like, or is there not a typical way they come together? No, I mean, as I was mentioning, it, it pretty much always starts with an instrumental. So Derek already is, is like hard at work on the next record, which we're not going to talk about. But um, but he'll generally send me an instrumental in various stages of completion. Um, and then I'll start to work on it and start to lay out melodies and different ideas. And sometimes we'll sit down in a room in person and, and you know collaborate on those ideas. Um, or sometimes I'll send him a demo that he's like, oh, this is it. This is perfect. Come over. We'll record it. Um, so, yeah, and it's just once we kind of have that initial demo in place, sometimes that ends up being like our final vocal or our final guitar. Um, sometimes we'll re-record later on when we're mixing. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of that, like, process of, like, layering things on top of each other, hopefully not overworking it, which I think is something that we have a tendency to do, as all bands do, especially when they're given time, like, in a pandemic. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's the general process. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of songs that came out of this session that can spark uh, a new record. You said you were working on stuff. We won't talk about it now. We'll focus (laughs) on Texas. But there's a noticeable Southern country visual influence on this record. You've kind of uh, shouted out the Porter Wagner show, Loretta Lynn, Mm -hmm. and Dolly Parton as inspiration for your music videos. And I'm wondering what draws you to that aesthetic. And does it tie into the album title, which... No, not really. No, I mean, it's it's just something Derek and I have loved that that aesthetic, especially that Porter Wagner, Dolly Parton. I mean, we're, we're fans of their music. And also it's just such a kind of an absurd setting for the new music to take place within, especially for, um, you know, for that character to exist in. It's kind of so sanitized. And, and so when when she starts to fall apart and when this kind of 
awful thing occurs around her. People are still clapping. They're still, you know, tossing their popcorn. You can kind of imagine that actually happening. And matter of fact, I've like listened to some of Dolly Parton's interviews about like the first time she was on that show and like in her brain, everything was just falling apart. And yet people are there just like politely, you know, with their hairspray, like, you know, clapping along. But there's a lot of I'm not going to curse, but there's a lot of like tension there for sure. Um, so yeah, just, it was, it was a good space for us to put Texas into. <laughs> well, it definitely looked like the videos were fun to make. They were. And yeah, and it's actually funny. We've been touring with, with Nina from Kills Birds and she co-directed um, Locust Lace with Derek. So it's been nice to like bring the video world on tour a bit. Well, thank you so much for coming here to play these songs. You, you played I'm Not Down, which I love that song. Oh, it's a you. song about isolation, but I love the part about looking out for one another. Yeah. I feel like that's something I've been working towards in my life mm. for a long time anyway, and I think about it now, of course, more than ever and ever, making sure that everyone's okay. So thank you for that sentiment, for the song, and for the beautiful record. Oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you for having us, and thank you to everyone here. It was, it was really a pleasure. It's great to have you here. It's Sleigh Bells live on KEXP Seattle.